This is Lori Koppelman. Thank you for joining me for the 13th episode of the Clutter Chronicles podcast, One Woman's Journey Through Stuff. The Clutter Chronicles podcast is an ongoing conversation with Mary, who describes herself as a recovering hoarder. Mary lets me ask her anything I want to help me understand how she got here and how she's going about her recovery process. Last time, Mary experienced resistance after her recent success getting rid of some of her vintage clothing collection. In today's conversation, Mary talks about trying to make a second vintage clothing store appointment in the midst of heavy resistance. Hi, it's Lori, and I've got Mary again with me. Hello. And we are... We're back. We want to hear about this mass exodus that was mentioned in our last conversation. But wow, um, I I'm just really I'm just really feeling the value in hearing about someone you in a a, a resistant period. This would be all bullshit if all we did was talk about your victories, Mary, because that's not real life. And if we think that there's any value in, in recording these conversations and sharing with other people in the in the hopes of maybe having someone say, God, that's me, or wow, I know someone like that, and, and shining light on it and helping anything. If it was only about victory, it would it just wouldn't be real. So it sucks that you're in it and I I feel for you. I know the place. Maybe not in your way. Definitely not in your way. We're unique that way, but I just appreciate that you're willing to talk about it and be really honest about right now I'm just off and it's not feeling good and I'm really feeling kind of stuck and shitty. So um, I appreciate your candor. I really do. Mm. And if anyone is listening, I bet they do too. Mm. So thank you. So now we are going to talk about what sounds like a victory for you. A mass exodus sounds like a victory on its face. I don't know. Was it? Are we talking about the stuff I got to the lady last week? Well, you had said in our last conversation, (laughs) I was in disaster recovery Mm -hmm. mode and got rid of the stuff I didn't ever want at all. Mm -hmm. And then you said, and and I had one mass exodus. Well, okay. Did I get confused anything? I think I went in circles on you. Okay. So... To me, getting rid of the stuff was the mass exodus. Um, But I'm also in this prep for the next mass exodus. And um, I've been anticipating my next appointment with this lady in the vintage store because um, everything I'm looking at, I think she'll love. And... This is the person that you were at just uh, a few weeks weeks ago. ago. The the 20s to the 90s. Yeah. And, and these are things that um, they they're like my my favorite stuff. And um, I don't know if I talked about this with my store, but I used to um, display things in with the idea of how to um, convince someone they need that item. I'm good at that. And part of that is because I fall for it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and um, my business partner had this beautiful uh, canopy bed, metal, uh, patinaed looking. And we put it in a room and we made this bedroom. 
and then I displayed around it. So we, we made this bed. I think we, we, I don't think we really had a mattress, but we used boxes and made a faux bed and um, then displayed things around it. And we, she, I remember thinking, we're never going to sell this bed. And I said to her, that's okay, because this bed's going to sell the stuff around it. Everyone's going to come in and want this bed, wish they had this bed. And they can have it, but they could have this little bunny over here, which is $2. Hmm. And it's almost like you want to purchase the experience you're having when you see this bed. Mm-hmm. And Oh, is that just, that's marketing right there, yes. right? Yeah, you want, it, well, it's what you do when you get... Um, little trinkets when you're traveling. Mm-hmm. You want to remember your your um, travel days, right? Mm-hmm. I can't think. Um, souvenir. souvenir. So uh, there are some items that I bought at a store that was called the Paris Flea Market that was in the cities, and it was kind of like my first um, insight of what really makes me tick. And it's beautiful, floral, 1940s, um, delicate Paris-type things, I guess. And in there, they had this quilted, I just thought, most gorgeous quilted, um, I guess you would call it a bathrobe, but I don't know what they'd call it then. It was, it was actually too beautiful to be called a bathrobe. It's not like what we think of as a bathrobe. Mm-hmm. And... I used to display it in my condo on the wall because I just thought it was so beautiful. I mean, it just made me happy. And it's one of these things that have been haunting in my mind for this vintage um, store. Like, I think this lady's going to love it. And um, it's huge that I'm even going to bring it to her and, and, and let it go. But I'm also excited because I can't wait for her to see it. Mm. Because it was in impeccable condition when I bought it, and it still is. I don't know how it survived, you know, all these moves and changes, but I've preserved it. And now I'm to the point where it's like, get it out of my house before something goes wrong. Mm -hmm. And I kind of feel like there's a couple key elements like that, that if they could get out of the house safely to the right person... The rest might just kind of flow. It's kind of like the the bottle stop, Mm -hmm. bottleneck. And um, when I took this last stuff to her, I see the items that are missing because I didn't know what to do with them. I had this dress that was in some kind of um, form that was holding the dress in a certain position so it wouldn't get wrinkled that was hanging, and that took up a lot of space. That, That was one of the ones she thought was rad. And it's almost funny because it's almost like it's saying... See, Mary, you should have held on to these things for this long because now look what you get to see happen. But I don't think it's that. I don't think that's true. I would have been fine giving it to anyone, and um, I, I'm in this two sides of I could give this beautiful bathrobe from the '30s to anybody. I really should, if I was really saying I've I've conquered this thing, I would do that. But I haven't <laughs> I haven't conquered it and I'm more excited about giving it to this lady. So I'm gonna do that first. And maybe she doesn't like it, I don't know. But I have prepped um little corners of the house for her 
And as soon as I get the nerve to call her and commit to a date, the mass exodus will begin. Mm. And we had conversations about things that she loves, and I have them. And things that she needs, and I have them. So it's just a matter of, of doing it. So what will, what will make you call her? What will give you the nerve? Um, I need things to kind of quiet down. I have a couple temp jobs right now, and I don't know um, what that entails. And I need at least one or two full days of not doing anything for me to get pull them, pull them and gather them. Um, and I need a lot of good mornings. I work best in the mornings. Mm-hmm. So if I can just plot it out, um, I should probably know in the next week or so when I can make this appointment. But what's interesting is in the past, I didn't have this excitement because I didn't have the experience. So it's kind of like one thing is built on top of the other. And the fact that I've met her and I can visualize her. I actually wanted to bring this thing to her before I ever met her. I just had this feeling she'd love it, but now I'm I'm certain. Mm-hmm. And that momentum is something that I have to draw off of on these days where I feel like I'm not making any progress. And part of the reason I couldn't um, get anywhere is because I knew I was coming up. This trip was coming up, and that kind of stops me. Um, and there's also another thing I don't think I talk about is. Um, like, for instance, when I was getting ready for this last lady with all the scrap material and the bedding that she might want, in order to have some kind of normalcy in my life, I, I kind of squirrel away some of this stuff. I know where it is, but I need it to be on a shelf because it takes it, it makes me not have to have one more box out. If I can put it on a shelf, make it look like it's something I'm using or even consider using it, um, it eliminates one more box in the house. And so um, a normal person, someone who, I should say, a person who doesn't have this problem could easily say, okay, everything that's going to go to Goodwill or this lady can sit on this table for a couple days. But for me, that could be a couple weeks or months. Um, and I need to quiet stuff down. So the stuff that I brought her was things I've had on my mind to let go of some of those things are a couple years. So I did it, and that's mm-hmm. good. But my gosh, if everything's like that, I'll never get this done. Mm-hmm. Um, I have actually think, I think I've depleted any material that's been squirreled, or, squirreled away for her, I think. So that's huge. Mm-hmm. And then this vintage lady will be huge. But I guess what I'm, I'm trying to explain is um, I'm in this... stuckness even with all these aha moments and all these connect the dots and wonderful things that are experienced mm-hmm. I've experienced and um I don't know maybe it's a it maybe it's swinging and I'm just revving up for the next one but um gosh darn it hurry up mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you've talked about how you're you're onto yourself mm-hmm. or this entity, I, yes. um, and you know that if you schedule something, if you make an errand in the area, um, I can't remember if there was another thing um, that you can trick yourself. Mm-hmm. Can you do that whenever you want, or do you have to yeah. have some momentum or? 
Well, it's usually something has to be pressure. Right. And pressure seems to work. Yeah. So could you? Mm-hmm. We're, we're done recording. Mm-hmm. Could you call her and set up an appointment for a week from now? I could. <laughs> I don't know what makes me finally do it. It could be this time you do. <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't a long-term good solution, right? right? right. Do you need someone else kicking right. your ass? Right. But, right. Um, I'm just curious yep. if you've explored that. What makes you able to make that call? Because it seems like you can, mm-hmm. and you do. Mm-hmm. Um, and right now you're waiting to make the call, even right. though you wouldn't need to go tomorrow. Right. You don't even want to make the call to set it up right. yet, even though you know that works. So what what makes you make that call? It's it's kind of a gut thing, mm-hmm. and I'm waiting for the next gut thing. And um, I should turn it into a head thing, and just logically, this is when you do it. Logic seems to work mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, right. I just like that statement. <laughs> I don't know if your gut is working right now. I don't think we can trust my gut. Which, which is kind of sad, mm-hmm. but maybe that's part of your healing mm-hmm. process is mm-hmm. to, maybe your gut isn't healthy and your head knows better. And one day those two will unite. Right. And, or, I don't know if unite is the right word, but your intuition Mm -hmm. will uh, take over for you in a way that serves you better. Right. And, um, but right now it seems like your head is the one you want or is the one you appreciate. Right. Right. It, it, it's, um. It's voice. There we go. Yeah. It's it's probably what my husband says, mm-hmm. and I resist it because it makes me mad. Mm-hmm. So maybe I just resist any logic in my head for that same reason. And a gut will override anything. A gut feeling will tell me, mm-hmm. jump into that fire <laughs> instead mm-hmm. of out of it. And um, and that has probably been my pattern, and... Um, it's probably why it's taking so long because it takes me a while to get this gut feeling. And the gut feeling is actually a fight or flight feeling. It's if you don't do this now, you're never going to get it done. And that's not really a good way. And it's probably why I'm exhausted afterwards because mm-hmm. I am fighting a battle. And, you know, if I could just be more um, calculated and use use logic, maybe I could even resist um these terrible battles because it, it really does knock me out for mm-hmm. a while. Well, yeah, no, no wonder you would resist that mm-hmm. knowing you're know going into a, yeah, that kind of makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you know, what's coming. Yeah. So the key would be what takes the punch out. Is there something, is that possible to take the punch out of this battle? That's a, that's a really neat, I have to write that one down. Because um, what takes the punch out is is knowing that this lady's going to love this stuff and I can't wait for her to see it. And that really overrides it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That brings joy, mm-hmm. it sounds like, mm-hmm. to, oh, she loves it, it's useful, mm-hmm. it's going to be cared for. Um 
Which might tie into how the connection with you and your stuff, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. You get the feeling of that for yourself. Well, if I was purely, if, if I was truly um, cured, none of that would matter either, but it, it matters to me now. <laughs> mm -hmm. It matters to a, a lot of people. It yeah. matters to a lot of people yeah. that our precious things are appreciated by someone else. Right. Yeah, can we? Can we get rid of that? I don't know. Um, but when it's gone awry, to use your word, and mm -hmm. it's so many things, um, mm -hmm. that's that's when it starts to be a storm, right. a fight, a battle, whatever we would call it, um, to live in your house. But I think it's very, very common that people want their things to be, maybe not everything, right? but, but certain things to be appreciated. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that could maybe be a goal for all of us to mm -hmm. just look at something as stuff. So I read a book over the weekend a week ago, um, ripped through it in two days, which for me is, is quick, um, to read a book in two days. And I had a cousin in town and for my birthday, she bought a book, read it and then gave it to me. Mm. And I thought, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. Well, I bought this book for me, but I read it, and she was coming to town, and it's her birthday in a couple days, and I thought, well, this would be perfect, right? Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. kind of agreed to do that. Like, let's let's buy each other a book and read it first. <laughs> um, but I loved that book. Mm -hmm. I loved it, and it had so much, um, so many insightful quotes, and I was writing them down, and I finished it on Friday, and I saw her on Sunday, and she was about ripping that present out of my <laughs> gripping hands because I wasn't ready to let go of that, yeah. even though... And so I had to analyze, like, okay, so I'm having these conversations with Mary about stuff and feeling and worth and whatever, mm -hmm. all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Why don't I want to give her this book? Mm -hmm. I could go buy another book if mm -hmm. I really want this book. Yeah. But So I was really... Um, keying in to how I pour out my feelings into a book. That's where my mm. my connection with stuff would be a lot, would be books, ideas, um, things that give me, you know, really insightful aha moments. So I am holding a book. I'm not an e-reader. Mm -hmm. I'm holding a book, mm -hmm. and all these things are pouring into that piece mm -hmm. of paper, the pieces of paper. And then I'm going to hand that over to her? I'm not, I you know, I did. Wow. I did. But I didn't like it mm -hmm. at all. And I kind of want to say, when you're done, can I have it back? <laughs> yeah. And it's so weird. It's a book right. that I can go buy. I don't know. Right. But it right. just was, the timing of that was, was really incredible for me. Wow. Because of what we're talking about. And I totally get how feelings can go into things. And then they're really hard to part with. What you know what's interesting about that is they say that if there's something you have anxiety about and then you avoid it, the anxiety rises. So even though that wasn't your goal, you fought that mm -hmm. little monster that was making you keep that book. And it it it's kind of like what you, you're doing is keeping that from happening again. Like next time it might not yeah, be maybe. so hard. But What's interesting about that is it's because you have a relationship with that book. And I think that, 
I have a relationship with stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And it's, it's this, I mean, it's silly because it's just a book or it's just an item, but it's what it does in our head Mm -hmm. and, um, or what it could be or what it conjures up or, you know, what ideas you come. The promise. Right. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think it has to be like you have faith that if you're really supposed to have those thoughts again, you will. And it's it's not dependent on that item. Right. But that item did help you get to that point. Right. I think that's freeing. That's neat. Well, yeah. Even if she gives it back to you, you still conquered it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you done with that birthday gift I gave you? <laughs> feels a little funny, but uh, it's more of an observation of being Mm -hmm. able to pull myself away from something, as you so well do, and see what's happening in the moment and just observe it, judge it a little bit with, why, what are you, this is weird, Um, and just see see how it's playing itself out um, for me in this one thing and then in other things. Awareness is just so, so important Mm -hmm. to everything. Mm Mm-hmm. Neat. Well, we're going to end it right there Okay. for today. So when we talk again, we'll get to hear when you made the call, what it took to make that appointment, and how it went. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. that ends today's chronicle thank you for listening for being part of this conversation and supporting our work we really appreciate it if you like what you're hearing help us get the word out by telling others about our podcast you can find us on twitter at cluttercron as well as on our patreon site it isn't a show without the music and engineering magic of michael koppelman find out more on his website at lowlife.com l-o-l-i-f-e.com We hope to see you again to find out what happens next on Clutter Chronicles.